these tools are critical in your work as a business leader. Some years ago, I got a phone call from Bill Ford, who at that time was the chairman and CEO of Ford Motors. He's still the board chair. It was during the 2008-2009 financial crisis, and Bill had been a mindfulness practitioner for some years. He called me because he'd read my books and listened to teachings on mindfulness, and he said, Jack, he said, I'm not able to sleep. I'm afraid with the economy melting down that I'm going to lose the company, my grandfather's company, and our whole industry on my watch. What do you have that can help? And so we began a relationship of mentoring and support in which he learned mindfulness practices of the kind that you will learn, of following his breath, releasing the tension in his body, letting go of the whirlpool of fearful and anxious thoughts, steadying his heart, setting his deepest intention of compassion and kindness. And all of those things and more that you will be learning made a huge difference. In fact, if you're interested in it, you can Google Bill Ford, Jack Cornfield on YouTube and hear our whole conversation. I've also worked with the CEOs and leaders of the top tech companies in the country and some of the top athletic organizations and the political parties and leaders, how to hold the trauma that comes by developing compassion and steadiness, how to ground yourself. All of these are qualities and skills that you can learn. One of the best things in support of your mindfulness will be the steady and regular practice that you do 15 minutes a day or more during this inner MBA program. Because to learn these capacities is like learning to play tennis or piano or code the computer. They require one simple thing, that you do them. That you practice through the ups and downs of feeling bored or frustrated, that you notice your self-judgment or gaining mind or evaluation, feeling like you're doing well or sensing like you flunked the course. And all of these mind states will come for you. They'll come and go. Restlessness and doubt, longing and imagination and hope. And through your steadiness and practice, you will learn how to manage these states inwardly. Collect yourself and develop an emotional balance and steadiness and resilience that will serve you in your own life, in your family, and much more so in the business life that you do. Modern neuroscience, the studies and research papers that have been published in the last 30 years, which number over 7,000, show that the systematic training of mindfulness, loving awareness, compassion, the very practices that you will be learning help with emotional regulation. They develop empathy and compassion. They increase focus and clarity. They allow us to see um, without the kind of bias 
that normally comes in our mind. They decrease our bias. They bring physical healing and increase well-being. They add to the capacity of memory and the ability to stay present for complex situations. All of these are true, and they're all critical. I know that when I graduated from an Ivy League college, Dartmouth College, where I had a very fine education that was all focused on the outer things, chemistry, philosophy, history, um, you know, English, all of the things, uh, languages and science, all of the things that make up both science and humanities in a fine education, that a lot of what I needed was missing. I'd come from a family where there was a significant amount of trauma and pain. My father was mentally unbalanced and literally quite violent much of the time. And no, nothing in my education taught me how to deal with anger and rage, which was his main channel when he was unbalanced. Nothing in my education taught me how to deal with my own response, my grief, my fear, my anger. Nothing in my education taught me how to make a wise relationship with another person or how to even manage my emotions or the thoughts and anxieties and fears that came. So after I graduated from college, I asked the Peace Corps to send me to a Buddhist country because I'd been reading about Zen masters and those who learned these trainings of mindfulness and emotional regulation and wisdom and compassion and was fortunate enough to study in the monasteries with some of the greatest masters in the world. And what I realized is that I had been missing half of my education, the half of the education that we could call the education of the heart. And this is a shift of identity from us as doers and accomplishers and people who follow what we're supposed to be doing from the cultural outside to realize that we can chart our own life, that we have a freedom to live and act in a way that stems from our highest values, our warmest heart, our most gracious being, our greatest courage. To do this requires this inner training, and it allows us to change our lives and the lives of people around us. A study that was done by the business school at the University of San Francisco showed that the CEOs of companies that were based on these ethical and mindful principles and values, when there was an analysis over 10 or 15 years of the market cap and the stock values of those companies, the companies that had leaders that led we will call them servant leaders, who led from inner values of compassion and steadiness, their own well-being and the well-being of those around them, that the valuation of those companies were double in increase compared to the valuation of companies without that leadership. In the inner MBA program, you become the servant leader. You become one who knows how to listen to your own body 
and keep yourself regulated and sane in the way that Bill Ford and these other CEOs that I've worked with have so needed and it's been so valuable to them. And in learning how to regulate yourself and how to keep yourself steady and healthy and pay attention with loving awareness, you will also learn how to listen deeply to others. And in that deep and caring listening, you will learn the underlying skill of leadership. For when people feel listened to and seen with clarity and with a true attention and compassion or care, then there grows a bond of trust. And you become a leader that they understand lives from your inner values as well as the outer needs of business. And the two can be joined together. For the beautiful thing about mindfulness is that it has two dimensions. The traditional word in the ancient language has two parts. One part means mindful presence, which is the first lessons you're learning in mindfulness daily at work. And the second part means mindful response. As you quiet your minds, tend your heart, steady in your body, learn how to focus and regulate and listen more deeply to your best values, to your most wise intuitions. Then you get up from that place of steadiness and stillness and you can be the kind of leader that makes decisions that benefit all, that can vision strategy in all kinds of situations, that can assess risks, understand how to spread and market what you have, but doing it from a place of centered vision and clarity. In the end, what this program will do is give you a trust fund. My beloved wife and colleague and also dear friend for 45 years, Trudy Goodman, when she started her own organization in Los Angeles 18 years ago called Insight LA, that's now spread across Los Angeles with dozens and dozens of teachers in many centers. She was working with a volunteer out of a small apartment and the volunteer was helping her many hours and some time during that week. She said, this is hard work. I'm so glad I have a trust fund. And the volunteer got affronted and said, I've been doing all these hours and you have a trust fund and you haven't paid me? And Trudy paused and looked at him very kindly and said, it's an inner trust fund. And this is what you will gain. You will gain the inner trust in your own capacity to pay attention, to stay connected with your deepest values, to steady yourself and listen well, to learn with clarity and love. And let me use that word even in a business program, because in the end, that's what we all long for. And when you run a business that's based on care and loving awareness, clarity and steadiness, everything will go well. So I offer my blessings to you and all good wishes as you go through this inner MBA, and you'll be hearing my voice and Tara Brock's every day 
for those 15 minutes or longer if you choose to. Remember, simply do it and see what happens. I trust, and in the end, you will too. As always, we love to hear from you. Please share your insights with us in the sandbox or write to us at innermba at soundstrue.com. And thanks for being part of the Inner MBA and for both the inner and outer work you do to benefit others.